Let's talk books. I'm joined by Catherine Robertson. Hello, Catherine. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. In Hawke's Bay or Wellington today? In Hawke's Bay today. How is life in that beautiful part of the country? It's damp. <laughs> is the um, we were talking about the uh, the the earth in Northland. How you yeah. walk around at the moment, just squelch, squelch, squelch. Is that yep. what it's like yep. for you? It's exactly what it's mm. like to me. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not raining today, uh, which is a blessing. Uh, but it is it's so wet underfoot, and oh, there's low lying water everywhere where low lying water shouldn't really be at the moment. Yeah, it doesn't really make you feel like getting out and doing the stuff that you're meant to be doing outside, right? Oh, you've just got to crack on, really. There's mm. no, there's no. You know, I actually, I actually bought myself some waterproof trousers. Yes. Because you know, I just thought, like, you know, what is the thing about there's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothes. Yeah. So I thought, right, I've got a decent Gore-Tex jacket. I'm buying some waterproof pants. Great. Some little gumboots. I'm all set. So that's, you know, I don't want to say bring it on because I don't want any more rain. Do you know, I went for a, um, a bushwalk recently in the wet and the guide lent me some of his waterproof trousers. And I'm like, where have, where have these been more my life? Exactly. I know. They're actually brilliant. And they're windproof as well, which is just, you know, even better. Do you put them over or inside your gumboots? Oh, I haven't got gumboots that are that tall. I've got like little ankle length gumboots. Oh, yeah. So I basically just pull, but I've, I can tighten up the... You know, the cuffs, so I yep. can pull them tight. Yep. So, yeah, if that answers that question. So. Great. Well, this has been our Wet Weather Clothing Review. Shall we um, <laughs> yeah. move on to move on to books? You've got um, a couple of non-fiction books and one YA, young adult book today. So should we start with the non-fiction? Yes, yes. I mean, this is a great book. It's just come out. Um, it's already selling out, which is terrific. Um and not surprising because there really aren't that many really good accessible books on this subject. Uh, this is called This is ADHD by young Wellington writer Chanel Mariah. And their first book, um, I Am Autistic, came out last year. And Chanel, who has been diagnosed with both autism and ADHD, wrote both books because they couldn't find any books. Yeah by anyone with lived experience of what it was actually like mm. to be autistic and ADHD. Um, so the book is not a self-diagnosis tool. Um, they say that quite clearly. But what it does, it's kind of like a workbook, and it provides context and information that will be really useful in helping someone get to grips with how basically how the ADHD, ADHD brain works on an everyday basis and why certain things are easy and others are super hard. Yeah, I imagine that would be useful for people who have been recently diagnosed, but also maybe their families, loved ones. I think anyone, anyone who actually wants to go, you know, sort of understand more about what ADHD is, because I think, you know, a lot of people go, oh, there was no such thing as this in my day and blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, there was. We just didn't really um, diagnose it. But, and this is a, it's a really useful insight. Um, Chanel's also an amazing artist and has beautifully illustrated this. And you can personalise it. The way that it's been designed is you can personalise it to your own experience um, and get a sense of how it affects you. So it's a really practical insight for anyone into what it's like to have ADHD. Mm. Thank you. It's called This Is ADHD, and it's a follow-up to I Am Autistic that came out last year. Uh, Chanel Mariah, um, who was a guest of Jim Moore or on Jim Moore's show, I believe, in June for people who want to hear more from them and a bit more uh, background context for the book. Thank you, Catherine. What's the second book? 
Well, the second book is actually a memoir, and again, it's going to give you some great insight this time into the New Zealand health system. Um, it's called There is a Cure for This by Dr. Emma Espiner. Um, so Emma's, again, she's also been interviewed on RNZ, so check that out if you want to know more about it. Um, this is a memoir, it's sort of like a series of essays, and it's not a big book, but it packs in a lot um, from Emma's, I think she'd admit, rather unruly childhood um, through her decision later in life than some to become a medical doctor and then her experience of actually being in practice at Middlemore Hospital. Um, so if you want to know what it's like being working in our yeah. medical system and especially what it's like to be a wahine Māori working in our system, then I just say open wide and get this book down you, you know. It's often, um, uh, now I'm not an expert on this, but it seems to me that it's often hard to get real-life stories from within the medical system because things to, tend to get filtered through the sort of what used to be the Ministry of Health um, comms system. And I don't think individuals were really allowed to talk much about their experiences. So whether Emma has just um, got some sort of um, permission to do this or, or what, but it does seem quite rare. She does strike me as somebody who... Um, sort of uh, doesn't really ask for permission. Right, yeah. I mean, there's no, you know, and it's like, and, and but, uh, you know, to say that, I mean, she loves being a doctor, but is completely realistic about the challenges, you know, for patients and for the for the doctors themselves. I mean, I say, you know, Dr. Emma doesn't sugarcoat, but her writing is fantastic. It's just like, you know, to push this metaphor, it's like scalpel sharp, mm. sharp, and she's just like, she's like mordantly funny, so she's funny, but there's such a, a biting intelligence behind it, that it's an absolute joy to read. Yeah, is it newish, so, this one? Yeah, 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 it's been out a couple of months, two or three months, um, I actually read about the, a bulk of it sitting in the after hours clinic at the um, <laughs> Doctors in Napier, because I had a sinus infection, oh. what better reading material. Hey, so, side note. <laughs> Side note, sinus infections are an epidemic at the moment. I just, I know, I know. I don't know what's going on. My wife, had, a, I had a small version. Um, friends at work have, it seems, uh, and this is, once yeah. again, I have no expert, medical expertise, but it seems like, the, it just seems to be the um, the disease of the season. Yeah, it's like the cold that just, you know, keeps on yeah. going, really. Um, and then antibiotics, and then, you, you know, I'm not particularly fond of antibiotics, but no. um, they seem to have done the trick with me, so, okay. oh, well, yay. I will invite listeners to share detail, or well, maybe not details of their own sinus infection, but uh, <laughs> let me know if it's just me or if you noticed it more in your life as well. Thank you. Uh, okay, that's yeah. called it's, uh, There is a Cure for This cure by for this. Dr. Yep. Emma Espiner. Thank you. Right, well, the next one is YA, and I have to say I don't usually review YA, but this book crossed my path, and I absolutely loved it. Um, It's called The Other Brother by a writer called Jax Calder. That's Jax with with an X. Um, But when I say YA, I'd say that it's really for sort of 16 plus. It's Mm. more what they kind of term new adult, which is sort of late teens to early 20s, because it does contain, as they say, themes of a sexual nature. Um, Jax Calder is a pen name, but the notes say she's a former high school teacher, oh. and I have to say she absolutely nails the voice of seventeen-year-old <laughs> narrator Ryan. Yeah. yeah, she does, you know. And um, and so Ryan's stick is to be the you know happy-go-lucky, wise-cracking surfer, but he has a complicated family arrangement, and you'll have to try and work this one out in your head. Um, he shares two half sisters with another non-related brother, mm. Cody. Okay. who is his complete and utter opposite. He's a, like a, a musical and academic prod- prodigy. Yeah. 
and Ryan's always resented being compared to them. But because, you know, um, the kind of the, the family bits that they do share in common don't kind of get together a bit, they've only really one summer um, spent time, um, enough time together to sort of become friends. But then, of course, they become more than friends uh-huh. just to add to the complicated situation. But this is, you know, it's a really sensitive, it's realistic, it's really amusing portrayal of first love. And I have to say, like, the couple's sexual orientation is the least important part of uh-huh. the story. It was a really terrific read. And this is published by One Tree House, um, who's known for taking the paperback versions of e-books that have been really popular. They did that with Lani Went Young's Talasa series as well. Um, so I think, you know, so Jax is publishing the e-books themselves, herself, um, and One Tree House has um, got the paperbacks in shops. So, yeah, I highly recommend this. Is it, This is a New Zealand book, is it? Yes, yes, it is, and it's actually set in New Zealand as well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's sort of like the kind of books that you would normally find online, and they're not so much the ones that would normally come to the, come to the shelves. Um, but I, I just absolutely loved it. I thought it was terrific. Thank you, and you've got a, uh, by the way, that one's called The Other Brother by Jax Calder, and a quick shout-out to today as well. Oh, yeah, I had to do this. Um, This is a non-New Zealand one, but um, there's a writer called Susan Orlean who writes for The New Yorker, and I think her most most famous non-fiction kind of investigative book was The Orchid Thief, Uh which was turned into a film. But this is a collection of essays about her and our relationship with animals, uh, from the humble chicken uh, to the best in show boxer dog called Biff. Oh. The best essay. She is so, so funny. And the, the research, the length she goes to research is just amazing. I, um, I said I was up to the homing pigeon essay, but I've gone past the homing <laughs> pigeon essay and I've just finished the free willy orca essay. Oh. So, genius. I always say this, but I love collections of essays. It's not too much commitment. Um, love getting really interested uh, either in something I was already interested in or in yeah. something that I never, ever thought I would be interested in. I just, I'm so taken by her writing. She's so funny and so smart. So, again, a brilliant, a brilliant book. And what a great gift for an animal lover. Oh, yes, yes. Well, I think that's why I got given it. <laughs> yeah. On Animals by Susan Orlean, uh, O-R, like New Orleans, or O-R-L-E-A. In Catherine, I've got some feedback on my what people think was a preposterous question to you. Oh yes, yes. Josie says, surely waterproof pants go outside your gumboots, otherwise water would run down into your boots. Gumboots, of course. Jessica says, come on, Jessie, waterproof pants inside your boots is like putting the shower curtain outside the bath. <laughs> That's you told. I think so. Uh, thank you. Nice to talk you to you. You're very welcome. Yeah, very cool, Catherine Robertson.